1: episode 11 tips for purchasing or selling real estate
0: welcome to chain of wealth here's your host dennis inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom
1: hey chainers welcome to another edition of chain of wealth today we have alicia stobie with us NMLS ID number 146751, that's just her lending number. Alicia is a home loan originator located down in sunny Jacksonville, Florida. Buying a home is one of the most stressful times in a person's life. As millennials start settling down and wanting to purchase homes with white picket fences and a golden retriever, there may be a lot of questions lingering around in the backs of a young professional's mind. Alicia, firstly, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks. Happy to be here.
1: Happy to have you. So hopefully you'll be able to share a bit of knowledge and hopefully make people's understanding a little bit easier. (laughs) I'll try. Awesome.
2: So I definitely, when I was looking through your website and all your information, it took me right back to all of the questions that I had when I bought my first house. So a lot of these were questions that I was having when I was going through my home buying um, experience. But uh, first, can, we, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Sure, sure. Um, I've been originating loans since 2003, so this is my 14th year of helping people buy homes and achieve the American dream. Uh, I've moved over 10 times myself, Bought and sold 30 properties of my own and closed right now are probably at close to $300 million in residential loans. Fantastic.
2: Wow. Yep. That is huge. So how do you know as a buyer if you're actually ready to buy a home? What are some of the things that you can look for?
0: Well, I think buying a home is a really personal decision. So some of the things that I suggest people consider, um, family size. So are you single? Are you married? Do you have kids? No kids? You know, are you going to be in the same place, workplace uh, for a while? Or do they, you know, does your job ask you to move every couple of years? Are you ready to be part of a community? Um, so I think those are really important questions personally that people should ask uh, themselves to, to know if they're if they're ready. It is a commitment. I mean, you can buy and sell a house. So it is not forever if you don't want it to be, but it is a commitment. So it's definitely something serious to consider. But I think, you know, if you're single and you know you're engaged and want to start a family right away, you know, probably a two bedroom house or a one bedroom condo might not be the right choice. You, you know, might want to wait till you get married or, um, you know, consider the larger larger size house or condo, um, you know, depending on what's going on in your life. And then monetarily and, and fiscally and financially, um, you know, it's always good to have some sort of down payment. But if you don't, there are down payment assistance programs throughout the country that can help first time home buyers. And then also uh, where, where you're living, does it make sense to buy versus rent? You know, what's the cost per square foot? And any realtors can help you with that. Um, what's the cost per square foot to to own versus to rent. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. So talking about those types of loans that are available, um, would you say that any one loan is better than another? And like, what are the sort of loans people should look for when trying to get a mortgage?
0: Well, I, I think that the VA loan is definitely one of the best available. And obviously the servicemen and women who fought for our country definitely deserve it. Um, It's 0% down payment, so 100% financing with no monthly mortgage insurance. Um, There's no fee for the, it is insured by the uh, VA loan guarantee, but there's no monthly mortgage insurance fee to the buyer. Um, So that's definitely one of the best loans out there. But other than that, I think it's a super, and that's not perfect for every veteran either. But I think, again, it's a really personal uh, decision, depending on, you know, is it more important to you to have a lower payment or put more down? How long are you going to be there? Um, because anytime you put down less than 20 percent, monthly mortgage insurance is required, um, except for that VA loan. It's, it's no cost to the, the veteran. Um, and I think that that's really important to consider, too. You know, if you're only going to be there three to five years, then you might consider an FHA loan, which has a three and a half percent minimum down payment. Mm-hmm. Um, But it does have mortgage insurance for the life of the loan. So if that's your forever home, it might make more sense to do a conventional loan. And that minimum down payment is usually as low as 5%. If you're a first-time home buyer, you can put down as little as 3%. But the rates are currently a little bit higher than FHA. So um, there's things to consider there. And then credit score impacts your monthly mortgage insurance rate and therefore payment with conventional. Whereas FHA, um, there's only two factors. It's if you're putting down three and a half or 5% and it doesn't change other than those two. So everybody's situation is really different. So what we like to do, because we're in the trenches every day helping people buy homes, is we encourage them to do a full loan application and then go through all the programs they qualify for. And then you know when they're ready to make an offer on a house we run all the different payments so they can consider it and then once their offer gets accepted we tweak those again and then they decide what's best for them
2: oh man I wish I would have known that when I was buying my house <laughs> I, I went through all kinds of like different courses and everything for the first time home buyer and I was originally a teacher and I kept getting like spammed emails in my teacher inbox after I bought my house about how there were all these great programs for teachers and if they were buying a house and everything. And I had already found my house and like had my closing date when I found out about it. Wow. So it was basically, it was basically too late for me to get any kind of help with it.
0: That's a shame. I'm really, I'm really sorry to hear that because one of the reasons I wrote my book, how to get approved for the best mortgage without sticking a fork in your eye is because I really wanted to raise the level of professionalism in our industry and also educate and help as many people as possible. And what I see is not everybody has the same loan program. So, you know, the lender that you chose may not even have offered or, or had that teacher program, um, so they didn't even know that, you know to offer it to you. So that that's, you know, um, one of the reasons that I definitely suggest you know, people do their due diligence and, and you know, find out to the best that they can what's available and then, you know, go with uh recommendations from other people that have closed and been happy and
2: Yeah, no, uh, I definitely agree. I wish I would have known a little bit earlier. But oh well. And you know you don't
0: know what you don't know. That's the problem. You know, it's it's a complex industry. So
2: Right.
1: I think it's something that there's also not that much education available. So I'm very happy that you have written a book.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I was happy to do it. And I I really started because I found that an educated consumer became our best client. It made the process easier for them. They were able to understand more. Um, It made, you know, when we asked for documents, they understood what was going on and why. So that's why it really spurred me to to write the book.
2: Right. And nothing is more intimidating than when you are given an email of like a hundred pages of a contract to look over and you have absolutely no idea
0: what you're looking at. Yeah. And it's a legal binding contract. Absolutely.
2: It was very intimidating.
0: Yeah. The realtor should absolutely review that with their clients.
1: Awesome. So talking about going about the financing routes, um, I know you've probably done a ton of loans and it's very difficult for you to sort of say, given an approximate. but would it, what is the sort of approximate interest rate that people should expect to get when financing a house?
0: Sure. So for a primary residence, that's going to get you the best rate and also the higher your credit score, the lower the interest rate. And um, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes the more you put down, the lower the rate. Um, Because all those things factor into risk for the lenders. So the lower the risk, the better the rate. Um, But it does depend. Uh, Right now, government loans, so that's FHA, VA, USDA loans, those rates are right now lower uh, than conventional rates. So conventional is slightly higher, but then FHA has mortgage insurance for the life of the loan and an upfront funding fee, whereas conventional doesn't. Um, the mortgage insurance. There's no upfront funding fee, and for conventional, the mortgage insurance is automatically removed uh, per the amortization schedule when you have 22% equity mm-hmm. in the home. So um, there's a lot of moving parts, but uh, and the Fed's, you know, have announced that they're going to raise rates again this quarter, so everybody's expecting that, which isn't a direct effect um, like you think it would be, but it's definitely factored in there. So. I would say, you know, for a 30, and that's the other thing too, you, you know, the rates are in different terms. So the shorter the term, also the lower interest rate. So a 30 year fixed rate is going to be slightly higher than a 15 year fixed rate. So right now, 30 year rates are ranging, um, you know, high threes to fours, depending on primary residence, depending on the loan type. So there's definitely, you know, there's definitely a range um but you can also shop around and you can ask your lender you know what can i expect you know where are the rates right now what do you see you know happening in the future and they definitely should be able to help educate you
1: timing is definitely everything i actually saw that today the bank of england raised their uk interest rates for the first time in 10 years so <laughs> it just really depends when you hit that market <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, rates are going to go up and down. They're going to fluctuate. There's no doubt that right now rates are are still at an all time low. Um, that's amazing. And, you know, it just, again, it comes down to if you want to make that commitment, if buying's right for you and if you're comfortable with the monthly payment.
1: Awesome. So talking about the home buying process, say I found that dream home that I've always wanted to live in. How long does the process generally take?
0: So it really depends on uh, a few things. The primary uh, things that it depends on is the lender. What are the lenders processing, underwriting, and closing turn times? And then it depends on the borrower, how fast the borrower can get the requested documents back. So right now we're closing loans in anywhere from, uh, goodness, we have one that we got clear to close in 14 days. So 14 days to 30 days is usually the average. And we're so fast right now. Um, thank goodness for our processing team and underwriting team. And the buyers have been great about getting us documents. Um, but if, you know, some lenders aren't as fast, they can take up to 60 to 90 days to close a loan. It just really depends on, you know, what's in their pipeline and, and how they're uh, staffed to handle, you know, their client load.
2: Wow. So it really depends on all that paperwork and everything.
0: Yeah, I actually have a top 10 questions to ask um, when shopping for a mortgage um, from my book. And one of the questions is how fast can you close a loan? Because it's really important that you know that before you write your contract. If you write your contract to close in 30 days, that legal binding document you just signed, and your lender can't close you 60, that's the problem. And it creates a huge stress for the buyer that's not necessary you know, if proper questions are asked up front and timelines established.
2: Absolutely, I cannot agree with you more. And then, also, I have another question. Um, just on the fact of, like, there seems to constantly be one scam or another out on the Internet now. I keep seeing um, things online where it's talking about how Congress has a special mortgage plan if you owe a certain amount on a house. Is that real or is that fake?
0: Uh. Yes. And yes. So um, it's based on uh, HARP, which the the government did pass. Um, and it is for refinances. So um, most of those HARP loans have already been um, completed. since It's been around for several years now. But that is just, it's an ad, okay. um, you know, for refinance.
2: When I first saw it, like it really caught my eye. I was like, ooh, that would be great. And then i was like oh too good to be true i don't know if i really want to trust that
0: yeah there's a lot of teaser interest rates and fine print and asterisks and all that when you do that (laughs)
1: sounds about right so talking about closing um as a buyer or a seller we're told that there's often junk fees that are included and stuff that people often get scammed on when they um, buy or sell a house what are some things to look out for?
0: Well, from the seller side, you definitely want to make sure when you list your house that you understand all the fees that the realtors will be charging. Um, So that would be in their agreement up front. Um, On the buyer side, again, I just say ask good questions. So, um, And you can call different lenders and ask for their fees. You know, you don't you're not really going to get it, what you uh, qualify for, or what you can get pre-approved for without making a true application because your rate does um, is affected by your credit score and your qualifications and the loan type. But you can ask the lender, you know, what are your fees for an FHA loan? What are your fees for a conventional loan? What are your fees for, you know, a VA loan? And the lender can tell you that without you making loan applications. So it's definitely just, you know, due diligence and, and calling around. So.
2: Okay, that's a, that's good advice. And what about um when it comes to refinancing? When should people be thinking about refinancing their home? When can you know if it's a good option?
0: So what I encourage people to do is send us their mortgage statement, and then depending on what they want to do, if they want to get cash out for remodeling um, or something else, or they just want to save you know money on their monthly payment. By trying to go to a lower rate, or maybe they want to pay off their loan sooner and go from a 30 year term to a 15 year term. Again, everybody's situation is different. So it's super important to work with a licensed loan originator that knows what they're doing, has experience in the industry, and can address those concerns. So I usually suggest people send their mortgage statement currently before they even apply. And that way, you know, I can't guarantee. Um, an interest rate without the application or, or locking that loan, but I can say, well, you know, based on general information, it looks like, you know, you could shorten your term by this much, or you could save this much a month, or um, I had somebody call today, and you know, you can get that cash out you want, and since your, you know, rates higher currently than what we could refinance you to, do, not only can you get that cash out, but you'll save money on your monthly payment too, which is definitely a win-win, um, since that's what that borrower wanted to do was cash out so the fact that they can save money as well is fantastic wow you made their day today <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that i actually had close the other day and um with a husband and wife and she was a first-time home buyer and she pretty much cried tears of joy through the entire second half of the closing. it was it was wonderful Aww.
1: that's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> awesome Chainers, we're going to just take a very quick break and say a big thank you to our sponsors. And then we're going to dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, if you're looking for any information for anyone that has appeared on the Chain of Wealth podcast, head over to ChainofWealth.com and hit the search bar. Type in their name and hit enter and their show notes page will pop up. The show notes page is designed to give you all the relevant information from the show and really recaps everything in a short and concise format their are links galore to the people's individual websites, their Facebook pages, Twitter profiles, and much more. So head over to ChainofWealth.com and search for whoever's being interviewed.
2: Hey, I'm diving right on into the value link round. So Alicia, why do you think people fail at achieving their dreams?
0: Wow, that's a really deep question.
1: <laughs> we're looking for a very deep answer <laughs> yeah
0: well i think that people get caught up in the minutiae and the act instead of focusing on the outcome and enjoying the journey
1: alicia what books or other podcasts you could you recommend to our listeners
0: uh i love tim ferris podcast podcast uh, <laughs> i'm a big tony robbins fan so um his money master the game and unshakable is basically the uh a bridge, a bridge version, so it's a little shorter. Easy to read, more like 200 instead of closer mm-hmm. to 700 pages. So um, I like those. And then um, I think anything you can you can read or listen to that helps educate yourself um, and empower you is great to, to listen to or read. Definitely. What
2: is the best advice that somebody ever gave you?
0: My mother told me when I was young, do what you love and the money will follow Yay, mom. Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah. We actually hear quotes similar like that a lot. So it it must definitely be true. What is your favorite word or quote?
0: Uh, I use the word cool a lot. (laughs) Cool. Um, I would say that um, without a doubt, my favorite quote, I'm going to butcher it just a little bit, but um, watch your thoughts because your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, and your actions become your life.
1: So, what is the best way that our listeners can get in touch with you?
0: Um, so, I'm on uh, Facebook uh, as Alicia Stoby, Alicia Stoby Home Loans. Also, I'm on Twitter. Uh, people can email me if they like. It's uh, info at bestmortgagebook.com. And then also, my book's available on Amazon at books.com and that's E-L-Y-S-I-A, S-T-O-B-B-E, B-O-O-K-S.com, and then of course we have a toll free number, it's 888-574- 7770
1: we've been hanging out with Elisha Stoby today check out her book on our show notes page there's a direct link there just go into chainofwealth.com search for alicia Stoby and her show notes page will pop up there's a link there you can get all the information from the show you can really get a lot of value so check it out if you enjoyed the show don't forget to subscribe rate and review catch you on the flip
0: side